Are we there yet? I really, really have to pee. Mom, she's on my side of the seat. That's not fair. She's hogging all the seat. Are we there yet? Mm, my stomach hurts. Are we there yet? Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Are We There Yet? The family podcast for adults. Girls who don't know how to press the right button. I'll let you use the soundboard and look what we get. Not good, Kim. Not good. You're still all confuzzled over here. I am. Kim's running foul of PayPal and it's not looking pretty. Really ticking me off. So. I keep wondering when PayPal is going to f- become classified as a bank. Because you know that's coming, right? Yeah. And they're not. It's Their shit is going to change dramatically. It's not going to be pleasant for them. Okay. Uh, and, and more and more. I don't know that it's absolutely necessary for PayPal to exist. Like you have more apps like that Square Pay. You know what I was talking about? I showed you that where yeah. you slide the cards and shit. Mm-hmm. That's going to become more and more common. I think where people are their own credit card processor. Now, don't you think that that it just opens everything up to more credit card fraud? Do you not? I do. do you not think that having all of your shit run through a centralized PayPal location is not just aching for a horrible problem to come up? No, but not as much as everybody having capabilities of swiping cards. Well, that capability exists now is what I'm saying. I know, but it's not widespread and it's not super popular where everybody's adopted it. Well, know, we've given up cash for debit but cards. But they also have the, you know, the near field communication thing. You know what I'm talking about? The new phones that are coming yeah. out. See this? See this uh-huh. in my hand? You know what this does? What, the scanner? No, it's not even a scanner. The new phones will let you bump up against either a a, a port at the store like a little sensor at the store bump it or bump against somebody else's phone and transfer money like that it's not cool it's not it's not as scary as you think that it is they've been doing it in other countries for fucking years we're just slow and stupid behind the times and credit card companies like to keep their thumb on us the problem with places like paypal is they have all this power and they've proven that they're not any good at using it you know what i'm saying paypal has no trouble taking all your fucking money and then you're fucked how many people do you know that's happened to or PayPal just goes, you don't need access to your money anymore. Fuck you. Yeah. It happens. So we'll see what happens with the lovely PayPal excursion this time, but I'm already starting to get very angry. We'll, yep. We'll see. On the other hand, I'm very happy that somebody finally took it upon themselves to destroy all the shitty buildings in my neighborhood. Within really the space of a couple of weeks, they just ripped them all down. I know, but very are you exciting. kidding me? The one crappy building <laughs> has been there for forever. For I mean, we've been here for seven years. But it's, been, it's been shitty and boarded up and warning signs. Right. And then somebody breaks into it and tears. I mean, we're talking shackety shack. It, yeah, it maybe has two rooms. It was literally maybe. a one a one room, no foundation house up on boards. And it's, it's ancient. It's got to be 50, 60 years old. And they keep pulling the boards down. Right, homeless people are taking up squatters up on it, kids getting in there. It's disgusting. It's gross. And then one day, the, they finally said, fuck it, and they just bulldozed the motherfucker. Just yeah, and then it was, I mean, it was like gone. Yeah, but just, of course, you know, probably took five minutes to clean up the debris. Right, they just scraped it down with a backhoe and then scooped it up and took it away. Problem solved. Right, but the other one was a stupid church. Now, we complained about this church before. Yeah. And they started to demolish three years ago. And then they, they took just the quit. bricks down. They right, left they a were... big pile of bricks next to the church. 
and then they did nothing. They were going to renovate this place. They started working on it. They fucked it up, and then they just quit doing it. They moved to a new church, so this thing was just sitting there. And people fought getting it torn down because it's a part of fucking city history or some shit. Nobody fucking cares. And finally, one day, somebody rolled up with a fucking bulldozer and bulldozed that motherfucker. <laughs> and that, my concern was then with the weather being all wonkety. Yeah. That they were going to leave it in a big pile for the next three years. Yeah. And it would gonna, be even worse. We're just going to have a garbage heap back there. Yes. Now you've got glass and yeah. wood and, as thing three pointed out, a toilet. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how the toilet escaped. That was, escaped was very fascinating. But you know what? That seems to happen quite often where you'll see a house knocked down and there's a toilet just sitting there. I don't know oh, why I the toilet. Know. I don't know if it's because bathrooms are historically like in a sheltered part of the house for some reason. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. But I was just glad to see that somebody finally took complaints of the neighborhood seriously and knocked that shit over and just took it away. It's so nice. It is nice. And they actually, for a couple days, they put all the wood in one pile. All the bricks were in another pile. Right. And they broke foundation. up the foundation. Right. And now all of that's gone. And they all smoothed it all out. So I'm, I'm guessing they're building houses, which I would be so. nice. But I hope so. the funny thing is, once the church came down, it, it kind of revealed another shitty house right next to it yeah i was a little shocked <laughs> we I was didn't like, even know it was there right really. <laughs> they knocked this they knocked this super shitty church down and i was like hey where'd that shitty house come from <laughs> now i hate that one. Now, well how would you like Let's to be the people keep on going. how'd you like to be the people that live there then all of a sudden now you're yeah, the shittiest house right right you were okay before because you could always point next door and go oh i'm not that bad but now you point next door and you go, ah, oh, shit, there's new houses there. <laughs> Fuck. And they had like a chain link fence. So now all their stuff is exposed. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, what's, what's you interesting to me end. about this kind of stuff is that a lot of cities have had to make a choice, right? And your choice is you give up and you just let shit take over your town, right? Like, say, Detroit, where they just, they just fucking gave up. They're like, right. fuck it. It's not worth even fighting for. And now the whole city is pretty much just jacked up. Or you can do like what a lot of towns around here are doing and you just go, no, fuck that. I see some urban blight looking shit. I'm getting rid of it. I'm getting rid of it because when the economy starts to come back, you want to be the town people want to live in. And you don't do that by having a bunch of shitty apartments and craptastic fucking churches everywhere. Knock that shit down. Put some new stuff up. Or if you can't afford to put new stuff up, just knock the shit down. Yeah, I mean, anything is better than what was there, even if they only grow grass or whatever there. It's a huge improvement. Well, if something doesn't happen very soon, I say we go over there and make a co-op neighborhood garden out of it. Hey, there you go. I mean, I'm just saying. What are they going to do, That's bitch true. about I'll it? That's true. I'll keep my eye. I don't know who owns it, but at this point, it doesn't really matter because they're obviously not paying too much attention. Exactly. Exactly. So that was nice to see that get all torn down. Mm-hmm. And then my living room turned into a fucking mad scientist laboratory. Not really. More like a construction <sighs> side of our own. I think it's funny that you used to mock me so much about when I would try to put things together, about mm-hmm. how pathetic I am at it. And it then took you six hours. Six hours. To put together a sewing table. It's a sewing table, but the thing is, is it has extensions mm-hmm. and then it has, um, mm-hmm. cut it out. Almost, I don't it's got the extension supports, and then it's got things that roll away and fold up into each other. Mm-hmm. It's hard. Oh, my God. Shut up. You you weren't even doing it. <laughs> I was doing it by myself. 
which was completely awkward because this was not from Ikea, folks. This was from some punky-ass little podunk company. And I had a problem because there was like this little plastic sleeve for a screw. And it was threaded improperly. Yeah. And so I decided, okay, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look on, or I'm going to call customer service. Oh, and nice. I'm going to get a replacement part. <laughs> How'd that work out? Because it was a pain in the ass. How'd that go? And their whole customer service was, please check us out online at www.whatever. <laughs> I'm like, that is not customer service. And then you go to their Pointing website. Pointing me to the internet is not the same thing. Well, and what I thought was funny was you get to their website and their customer like service. Like a big ad. Their customer service there is, take that shit back to the store. Right. Here's our products. Here's what should be in your package. Got a problem? Send me an email. If, if your shit, oh, that's going to work. If your shit's broke, take it back to the store. Not cool. So instead, I just handed you the screwdriver and I said, just herk it. Just make it fit. So in other words, and really, at the key clutch moment, you couldn't do the job, but I could. For one tiny piece. After that, I was like, get out. Go away. It was a, pe- it was a so piece. So I was crawling around on the floor for hours. <laughs> and the thing is, the directions on this were stupid. So <laughs> stupid. There were nine billion parts. And what I think is funny is... I used to make fun of the the no writing IKEA directions, right? You look at me like, oh, right, this fucking, picture only, this Lego user friendly, shit. yeah. It makes a big difference. Holy crap! Yes, <laughs> because the one you had, it was like it was completely incomprehensible. The pictures were not clear. It wasn't obvious how things should go together. No, here's what they did. Step ten. It would tell me assemble as shown. And, and there the, was like really about 10 steps in step right. 10. There's like eight pieces and it shows them all coming together into one nice little block. It was ridiculous. Like, it's tiny, what? tiny numbers on these things. All the pieces are numbered. Okay. So I'm crawling around. My arms are like exhausted because I have to put everything on these dumb <laughs> angles at, in awkward <laughs> positions. And by the time I'm done, I have rug burns on my knees. You look like somebody had beaten you with a I stick. I was wiped out i it's been a long time since i've seen you that tired i was laughing my ass off i was like i can't believe it took six hours to put six this. hours and when you look i was at this so table, over it you look at this table and you're like that did not take six hours to put together. i know <laughs> it's a really awesome table but the sad thing was is i was so tired i didn't even want to look at it anymore so i could set my stuff up i had to wait a whole day well the, burn out the part that makes me sad and angry is that the whole reason you got a new sewing table was because you've been complaining and bitching and you're you're fucking up your neck and your shoulders because the table, the kitchen table that you've been sewing at is not the right height for sewing. Mm. It's not. So you decide, I, or I, you didn't decide. I said, get, buy a fucking table that's for sewing. That's mm-hmm. at the, the appropriate height for you to sew because you, you really should be sewing with your knees at a 90 degree angle and your arms at a 90 degree angle. So you're not putting a lot of undue stress on your spine and your shoulders because let's face it, you're going to be that age. Cut it out. Well, how often do you complain about your shoulder hurting? I know my shoulder Every hurts all the time. But... Every time you sew. My shoulders hurt. My neck hurts. So you go out, you buy this fancy fucking thing. You spend six hours putting it together. You roll it over the table. It's even more the wrong height than the kitchen table was. No, it's about it's about a quarter of an inch shorter. <laughs> it's, I was so fucking pissed. That was I, If I take the casters off the bottom, it'll shorten it by two inches, but then it com- completely reduces its function. Well, I know, and I'm just saying, I looked at it, and I was like, the whole fucking purpose behind this was to get you a table that was about three inches shorter than the table you're currently working on, so it would actually be the appropriate height. And you got a table exactly the same size. 
They were all like that, though. I know, but that, it's infuriating. I know. But I do like my new setup. I must look I, a little, a little bit I'm glad you like it, but it doesn't fix the problem that you have. But now I need a swivel chair. Now I got to buy a big-ass fucking a chair. fancy chair and a big fucking fancy footrest so that all your shit is ergonomically correct again. Maybe I should just get one of those balls. Those ball oh, chairs, work. you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, that'll work. <laughs> You'll be sewing on one of those fucking exercise Using balls. Using my Give rotary cutter. break. Get, no, I've never. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> So I'm hoping we can make it work, because otherwise I'm going to end up $500 deep into trying to get you an ergonomic setup, and it's not going to make me pleased. Oh, man. You know how I make my shit more ergonomically correct? I don't. I spend all my time trying to make you better. Trying to help you is how I spend all my time. Always trying to help Kim. Mm -hmm. No appreciation. Officer Robert Collins had a recertification interview with the Maryland Department of Corrections late last year. During that interview, he was asked to give up his Facebook login information as part of the background check and also to watch as they went through not just his posts, but his friends and families as well. The ACLU has taken up the case and publicized the issue on, the, on Friday, February 18th, when after three weeks, they still had no reply from the Maryland Public Safety Secretary, Gary Maynard. Yeah, this is not acceptable. No, that's a serious invasion. I can understand if you're some kind of national security hotshot or something like that where they're like, look, we can't just let anybody handle this shit. But honestly, come on. People have to, I, and I've run afoul of this a couple times. Like there's, I, I've been in positions, I've turned down jobs because I got the employment contract. And keep in mind, I haven't been looking for a job recently. But there were back when I was looking for a job 10 years ago or so, I turned down more than one job because when I got to the employment contract, it basically said either you have no expectation of privacy ever for as long as you work with this company, we can go through your shit at any time. Or the one that really annoyed me, anything you do, even if it's not on company time, we own. That right. used to drive me fucking nuts. And now it seems like in the intervening 10 years since I was looking for a job, it's even stupider than it was before. Well, I can see where, I mean, it's pretty common for an employer to check Facebook. And I understand that they can, mm -hmm. right? And I don't have a problem. If you want to check my and fucking Facebook. And then they're creeping and they're checking everybody else. Everybody else's can stuff. check my Facebook. Mm -hmm. But you want me to give you my password so you can get into my private yeah, messages and start much. digging through my other information? Fuck you. That's ridiculous. That's, that's about a half step away from them going, I'm going to need to see your credit card. And your pen. Thanks. Right. And I need your mother's maiden name and your place of birth and your favorite pet. Yeah. Well, and that's, um, this is the thing that happens. And this is why I'm very, very scared about what's going on in Wisconsin right now. As the economy gets shittier, and no matter what they tell you on TV, the economy is getting shittier every day. Everything costs more money. So we've got this fantastic inflation that nobody wants to own up to. People are making less money. And companies know you're desperate for a job, so they're just fucking you mercilessly left and right. And you're going to start seeing more and more of this shit where companies are just like, you know what, all these rights that you thought you had, shit like a 40-hour work week, all that, that's all going to go away. Also, we're going to get to look at any of your shit anytime we want to. It's like the credit score thing. I've talked to several people who were flat out told, you can't work here, your credit score is too shitty. And these are people that lost their job. And so naturally your credit score gets kind of shitty when you can't find a job for two years. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's not going to get better when you don't have any money. And I think using a credit score as a way to judge whether or not you want people working at your company is ridiculous. 
ridiculous. I know. Well, I saw on the news last night they were having a job fair, but the problem is, is they, a lot of them have a little clause in there. You have to have been employed for the last 60 days. Right. Or currently employed. Right. They weren't hiring people that were out of work. Right. How does that fucking help? Because, and they even interviewed and said, why are you doing that? And they said, because you can't help but think in the back of your mind that there's something wrong with this person or otherwise they'd have a job. Which is Hello? ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And that's why I said that the shit that's happening in Wisconsin right now where the government is actively trying to fuck people. I mean, they're actively trying to fuck people out of their jobs. They're trying to fuck them out of their benefits. It's the tip of the iceberg, people. You start giving people your password. You start giving up a little bit of rights here and there to get a job. Before you know it, you're back to work in seven days a week. You don't have fucking health care or vacation or sick time. And if anything goes wrong, you just lose your fucking job. They chuck you and get somebody new. It's coming back. And like I said before, I don't like unions. The idea of unions really fucking aggravates me. But we're getting to the point where all these handy social service laws, or not social service, but all these handy labor laws are getting rolled back. You get states like Texas where, like, you know, this is a right-to-work state, and fuck you. You don't get nothing. So if to fire you, they can fire you. They don't even have to give a reason. They just say, yeah, you're fired. That kind of stuff is leading to problems like what's happening in Wisconsin. And I applaud the people in Wisconsin for standing up and going, no, we're going to sit here in the fucking courthouse until this shit gets figured out. How do you feel about it? <laughs> <laughs> it's different for people like you that are self-employed. You know what I'm saying? You're like, eh, I just do my own shit. I don't want to work for somebody. I don't work for them. Yeah, but, you know, I don't get medical benefits except through you. And this is so what, right. if you didn't have them. I wouldn't have them either. And this is one of those things, which right now it, it's really, it's, I'm really chafing. Okay. Because right now I could probably leave the job I have and, and make more money. Right. I would have to work really hard, but I'm at the point now where I could leave the job I have and make more money. But because we don't have any kind of national health care system, one of you guys would inevitably sprain your big fucking toe and I'd be $50,000 in debt for your trip to the emergency mm -hmm. room. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's that, that kind of stuff is annoying. It's annoying. We, it's time to stop putting up with shit just to get a job. We only need to start fucking taking shit back. I'm getting, I'm getting really wound up. Okay, here's my next story. A Los Angeles County employee lay dead and slumped over her desk in an office cubicle for what could have been as long as a day before anybody noticed, police say. Rebecca Wells, a 51-year-old auditor who had recently become a grandmother, was found by a security guard Saturday afternoon, KTLA reports. She had last been seen alive at 9 a.m. Friday morning, say detectives, who suspect she died from a stroke or heart attack. Now, that's pretty terrible. I'm it's, not going to say it it's It is not, awful, right? but it was a weekend. On the other hand, if you, if you have a job where you disappeared for eight hours and nobody noticed. Yeah, well, I mean, anybody that has a cubicle, maybe she's on the very, very end and people don't really walk by it. Right. But if you have a job where nobody, nobody, if nobody heard from you for eight hours, they wouldn't notice. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's not that important of a job. Well, I don't think that's the issue here. The no, no, issue no, no. I'm is, just saying. I think it's kind of sad. I'm saying, I, I think it's sad too. I, I think it's terrible people die and nobody notices them. But that's another symptom of what I was talking about before, where you used to be, I mean, and not that long ago, the people you worked with, you were kind of friendly with. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's not, for the most part. I mean, I've had jobs where there are people that you like, 
And a lot of people you hate. Okay, right. But you never had a job where you hated everyone and everyone hated you. And that's just the way it was. But that is the way the modern workforce is. Everybody is your competition. Everybody is an enemy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You work in an environment that's highly stressful. Even if you have a relatively shitty, unimportant job, your day has become more stressful over the years. And as the economy tightens up and employers become more asinine, everybody you work with is becoming more of a dick trying to protect their own little piece of the pie. And so you have shit like this where this poor lady dies. And it wouldn't surprise me to find out that somebody saw her like grasping at her chest or clutching her neck. You know what I mean? Heard her coughing. Stroking out. Doing something. Didn't even fucking look. Didn't even fucking look. You don't know, though. I mean, she could have sudden adult death syndrome, which I just really kind of learned about the other day. I mean, everybody's heard of SIDS, but not SADS. I still don't believe that that's real. What was the story where you were reading where somebody just died? What was it about? You remember? Uh, I I don't remember. They call it sudden adult death syndrome, but I think it's probably something Well, I don't know. I mean, we've both known teens. It's it's basically a heart condition where your heart just quits. That's it. Yeah. No reason, no rhyme, no illness, no nothing. Just quits. Yeah. So perhaps that's what happened here, in which case there really wouldn't be any warning signs or sounds or whatever. Yeah, I mean, I suppose I'm thinking it's probably a catastrophic heart attack or something that just dropped around the spot because that happens. I have no guy who worked with a stroke and a heart attack, but his fucking brain just locked up and he just fucking died. But I don't know. I don't I don't think I think a lot of the problems that we have in this country and i don't don't really want to say that but i think a lot of the problems in modern society are based on the fact that because people are so mobile and because the workforce has become so intense you don't really have a connection to anybody that's true i wonder if she tried texting her cubicle mate next door i can't read well see yeah i don't know i don't know because i mean my kids will text when they need toilet paper yeah I'm just saying. Well, I, I couldn't text anybody I work with, and I don't know what their fucking text number is. Well, but you could text 911, or you could call 911, even you, if you're, like, not responding. Yeah, they'll still know. come. I don't know. It's weird. I don't like it. Like yeah, I said, if you... makes me believe that she didn't really have an opportunity to do much of anything. Well, that's true. I wish I could get there all day at work, eight hours, where nobody... Everybody just left you alone. Yeah, where I didn't get my phone didn't ring a single fucking time. Nobody uh, pinged no. me. Nobody needed something. Never. Never. I swear to God, I'm the only person in my entire company who's indispensable. Well, it says she was a Los Angeles County employee, so I'm guessing she worked for the DMV. No, she was an auditor. Hiding out in the back. She worked in a tax office. You know? An auditor. Tax person. She probably wasn't very nice. Well, that is a not. That, I'm just saying that, that's baseless. Have you ever met an auditor that, when it was after the auditor had got done doing their job, you went, "Well, that was very nice." <laughs> well, do you think auditors really enjoy doing their I do. job? I mean, there are some people that love to crunch numbers, but uh, how would you like to be the most hated person that ever comes around? I was like, "What? <laughs> here she comes." Well, I think there's some people that do jobs that make them outsiders, and I think they do it on purpose. Like, for example. If I was a cop, I could never be internal affairs. I, I find that kind of job reprehensible. Where your entire job is to, to lay traps and ferret out people that aren't living up to your expectations. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that all IA guys are like that, but I'm saying a lot of times 
if your job is to find people fucking up, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You will find people fucking up. Because if you don't, you don't have a job. Right? Yes. It's like I have to fight with auditors all the time now that I never even two years ago I would an auditor would never have called me. Well, okay, here you have the economy tanking. That's what I'm so saying. yeah, they're trying to find every little leak and loophole and trying to plug it. Well, they're trying to get rid of people. That's what auditors do. They try to find people to fuck and then fuck them really hard. That's why nobody likes auditors. So this lady may have been very nice in her personal life, but she had a job that nobody really likes. So maybe that's why nobody found her. You know what I'm saying? They're like, I think I heard something over in the auditor's office. Well, I'm not fucking going over to the auditor's office. If I stick my head in there, they're going to audit my ass. You know? Maybe. Maybe she was in the cubicle like they have their hidey hole on the office. (laughs) And the the little desk underneath. The George Costanza desk. (laughs) Yeah. And crawl underneath it. (laughs) Exactly. Well, we had a guy, and I I can't tell the story. Righty then. Let's just say that in some companies, you're required to provide people with special rooms for them to do special things in, right? Right. We had a guy go down in the special room, and nobody fucking found his ass until the next time it had to be used. Boo. And die. Which is really sick. A lot of weird shit going on. But yeah, this kind of stuff, like I said, it's... We live in a world where people just don't give a shit anymore. And I understand why. I'm not blaming anybody. I, I'm in the position now where nine times out of ten, I don't give a shit either. If I see somebody choking on a fucking sidewalk, oh, well, buddy. Too bad. Sucks Cut to Cut it you. out. Okay, you know what, though? You say that, but in Dallas, there's been that recent thing over the past year or so where people stop to help somebody with it that's having car trouble. Yeah, that's a And scam. ends up fucking dead, yeah. right? Yeah, that's true. I'm not, not fucking helping anybody. I, the world has trained me. You put your hand out to help somebody, and somebody will chop that goddamn hand off. So I'm not doing it. I know. Well, okay. You know how you're always harping on me for putting the fear of God in the girls? It's not fear. It's paranoia. But yes. Okay, paranoia. Thing three had a, a little friend over, and they were practicing cartwheels in the front <sighs> yard. Okay? Mm-hmm. Now, I don't like my kids being out in the front yard unsupervised because somebody can snatch them that's your fear yes so a white panel van's gonna pull yes. up and snatch your kids right right and so they were out there for about three minutes and i decided to peek out the blinds <laughs> so that i was looking out for them but that they uh, wouldn't notice mm-hmm. and I, I look out there and i'm like oh my god <laughs> <laughs> There's a freaking white van <sighs> in my front yard. And somebody's leaning out and talking to the girls. And what does this chick say? Have you seen my dog? Yeah. Have you seen my dog? <laughs> and I, I thing three's the... <laughs> friend immediately starts walking up to the, the van. And thing uh. three's like, oh, no's. No, no's. Can't wait. <laughs> I am a little appalled that people don't teach their kids the trigger words that teach you to fucking look out. You know what I'm saying? I Like Tyler's saying in the chat room, I have candy. Mm-hmm. You want some ice cream? I lost my dog. Yes. Basically, yes. if a stranger is asking you for something that you might like, get away. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe they were out there for three minutes 
and sure as shit. Well, I, I find that a little bit appalling too, because that kind of shit doesn't really happen around here. I know people, I people know. are like, oh, it happens everywhere. It doesn't really happen here. So thing three kept her friend from going out there, and then I made him come in. <laughs> I mean, I opened the door and I walked out towards her. I made that made the lady leave, and she did leave as soon as I opened that front door. But it was just ridiculous. I was like, you got to be kidding me. Okay, so the one time. Uh, exactly. The one time I let him out. Now I can't. Yeah, Cole's saying another big trigger is your mom's hurt. We need to go get her. The question kids should always ask first is, who the fuck are you? <laughs> exactly. Weirdness. Oh, I like Cole's other happens. one. You like having your picture taken, right? <laughs> Man. You have the all-time weird creeper story, though. I did, didn't we tell it once? But the guy who wanted you to let him take yeah. pictures while you watched Me and stuff. my sister were walking home from school from the bus stop. Yeah, and he pulled over and asked us if we would make a movie washing the hair of an infant. <laughs> because we had long fingernails. We are like, what? Uh... <laughs> I've got to ask my mom. See, that's the thing. It's like... 30 years ago, you fall into the most dire pit of fetishism yeah. ever. It's like, what? <laughs> yeah. Well, we both had long fingernails at the time. I know, but you told me, when, the first time you told me that story, I was like, Jesus Christ, we live in the same town. There's some freaky shit here, but not that freaky. Yeah. You know, thankfully, we said no. You would end up with ball gags and things in your Exactly. <laughs> you just fucking Scary stuff. Uh, while you're washing that hair, can I just come around here behind you? Ugh! Really creepy. That's weird. How long? Well, this was a long time ago. Kim's fingers curled like the talons. No, of they were not that long, but I think we had them painted. So this is back in the day when women painted their fingernails festive, like a peacock. Not today, where it's all black and burgundy. Whatever oh. they paint them all different colors now and they put little things on them and okay, gems and i guess it's just in this house where we're going with two colors yeah we're a little bit more conservative here <laughs> no black conservative. no black thing unless it's halloween kim's conservative like the taliban right <laughs> you know you're not conservative about the same things but you're the same level of conservative okay anything else over there Mm-mm. Don't. All right. Well, I'm gonna let you go fight with PayPal. <laughs> oh my God! They didn't even have customer service past ten o'clock. Yeah, I'm Are pretty sure Rajesh sure? will be. I'm glad. not gonna. Oh yeah, great. I can give him my personal information. <laughs> Rajesh will help you. <sighs> it's gonna be your buddy. If anybody knows why they're doing that on the Big Bang Theory, I would like the answer. For the first season and a half, right? It's only been on two seasons, right? This is the second season. Which one? Big Bang Theory. Oh. Uh, Anyway, up until now, the guy on the Big Bang Theory, the Indian guy, they've called him Raj. They've right. called him Raj, right? Mm-hmm. And, and I do that too. I work with a lot of Indian guys, and I've told them flat out, you get the first syllable of your first or last name. Pick it. One of the two. I'm not going to spend all day singing your fucking mm-hmm, name. Right. But now, they use his whole name all the time. They call him Rajesh, and sometimes they use his whole first name and his whole second name. It's like, Really? Why do you need me to understand that he's Indian? Because I think I get it. So if you know the answer to why they did that, let me know. If you're a writer on that show, let me know too. Because I, I gotta say, there's too many hot chicks on this show now. Don't you agree? Yes. Wait. Too, there's too many hot chicks. Everybody needs to look like Sheldon's girlfriend. That's far more realistic. 
There can be the one hot chick. I'll let her stick around. That's it. All right. They want to call us. We're going to call us. They can call our Google line at 214-267-9899. Email. show at gmail.com. People are shocked that I use the phrase too many hot chicks. It's reached the point where it's no longer believable. We were commenting today, like, uh, Beyond Human. That's the vampire werewolf mm-hmm. ghost show that we watched. Actually, a better show than I thought it was going to be, especially for a sci-fi show. Really? You know what I'm saying? Right. If that was on any other channel, I would go, oh, that's okay. Since it's on sci-fi, I'm like, holy shit, that is possibly the greatest thing they will ever do. Because <laughs> that's the same channel that brings me Mega Shark versus Octosquid or whatever. Right. But we talked about the fact that all the girls on there are kind of quirky and slightly above average, but not like model smoking hot. You know what I mean? It's kind of a refreshing change. They're different looking, but so they're the, not ugly by I, any stretch of the I said quirky and a little above average. But like that one chick with the chipped tooth, that's not acceptable. If you're on TV, oh, please brother. don't. Brother. If you're on TV, scabby teeth is not pretty. You know what I'm saying? That's one of those things that's kind of oh, gross. Then you go back and watch movies from the 80s where everybody's teeth, teeth are, was... everybody's teeth are yellow like yes. a rat. They're the same color as rat teeth. And you're like, <laughs> and how the hell perfect. did that happen? Exactly. That's weird. All the chicks are practically flat chested. You're like, oh, now I know why breast implants were made. Holy shit, that was a depressing time. Never want to go back there. You would have been like, I don't know, man. You were practically Dolly Parton of the, of the time. Very nice. You had boobs. That put you way ahead of most people. It's weird. Before breast implants, your your boobs would have been considered enormous. Do you see how things changed? Wow. I'm not saying. You mean because I, I don't have a size double ZZ? I like your boobs very much, but I'm saying 20 years ago, your boobs were giant. Comparatively speaking, you're just above average now. You know, and I'm afraid the average has gone so ridiculous, you're not even going to be above average for much longer. It's not your fault that double D is somehow becoming something to strive for. It's weird. And I think even double is smaller than what a lot of people are sporting these days. I don't know. Man, you got me totally sidetracked. Don't talk about boobs mm-hmm. so much. Don't forget, you can vote for some podcast that leaves your review on iTunes, juiceassemblyberry.com. You know what to do. Tell your neighbors, tell your friends, throw a party. All right, Kim. We're not there yet. Hi, this is Thing One. Thanks for listening to my parents' podcast. Why not take a second to review their show at TalkShoe.com? And I'm Thing Two. To make sure you never miss an episode, subscribe to the feed at www.arewetheryetpodcast.com. This is Thing Three, signing off for all of us at Are We There Yet. Vote for us at podcastelly.com. <laughs>